up everyone, this is Don Suave. First and foremost, I'd appreciate everyone for viewing my video. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and also comment. Also hit that notification button below as well. Alright, let's get on with the show. I'm so disrespectful. So, so, so disrespectful. I'm so disrespectful. So, so, so disrespectful. Electroconvulsive Therapy Part 1 When he was bitten by a snake, it died on the spot. Here is Don Suave. Yo, yo, what's good everybody? This is Don Suave back with another one for y'all. So make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel broadcaster of the seven cities and make sure to subscribe to the podcast so disrespectful radio show and once again before i start the show here's a quote from my listeners this comes from robin sharma which states every great advancement was once nothing more than a dream in a mind of a visionary simply put keep dreaming and man, let it manifest keep going don't ever stop it starts in your mind first, and then it's put into the, to the uh, atmosphere. All right? So, you know how we do a user on the show. We start with the NFL news. We start with the uh, recap of the week prior. Then we go into the topic of that week. Probably the biggest topic as we got going on now. I mean, just stay tuned and see. It's, it's going to be something crazy, some things happening this Sunday. We're also going to... My picks for week 13. And then we go to the NBA news. I mean, four more before y'all go through this uh, podcast. A lot of things is happening this week. Just this week. You know, usually you have a couple things. You know, there's stories. You know, it ain't that big. You know, you have that. Uh, well, just something to talk about type things. No, this week? <laughs> I don't know what was on the sports world mind. But it's it's about to go down. So, first of all, like I said, let's go ahead and start with the NFL. And we're going to do a recap of Week 12. And then we'll get to possibly the biggest story this Sunday. I mean, it, this this may be the biggest story the, the whole entire year. And you'll find out exactly why. So, first, let's go ahead and start. And we're going to start right about... Now, so on Thursday, we had the Bills taking on the Lions. The Bills beat the Lions 28 to 25. Next, we have the New York Giants taking on the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC East duel. The Cowboys take that win 28 to 20. And to finish off Thursday night, we had the Vikings taking on the Patriots, and was the Vikings beat the Patriots 33 to 26. As we journey on down to the Sunday, the Buccaneers play against the Cleveland Browns. And I know it may not be shocking for some people, but I'm not going to lie. This season, once I always say it's been weird, this proves it right here. Because the Cleveland Browns beat a temporary Buccaneers team, still led by Tom Brady, 23-17. to Next, we had the Bengals taking on the Tennessee Titans. And the Bengals win that one 20 to 16. 
And next game was the Miami Dolphins taking the Houston Texans. I mean, do I? I mean, you know, I know that it's an NFL team. I know that everybody makes it to the NFL. I know all the cliches, all the sayings, all. But it seems like it's the Texans. Who really is gonna uh, think they're gonna win a game? And you know what's ne- uh, sad about that too? Their head coach is Lovey Smith. Now, how many of y'all remember Lovey Smith was the head coach of the Chicago Bears and went to the Super Bowl? But now he's the head coach of this awful, terrible team. <sighs> well, that's another story for another day. Well, the Miami Dolphins beat them 30 to 15. Next, we had the New York Jets led by Mike White. I've got to say, that is one. Never mind. Jets won that beat the Bears 31 10. The Washington Commanders beat the Atlanta Falcons 19 13. And we're going to talk more about the Washington Commanders later on in the show. But just know, out of seven games, it's 6 1. Just going to put that in there. Next, the Panthers against the Broncos. And <laughs> it's basically a matchup with two bad teams. It's just one bad team actually did good that game. And that was the Carolina Panthers. Russell Wilson. It's a sad, sad story. But the Panthers beat the Broncos 23-10. And another shocking game. The Baltimore Ravens versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the winner of that was the Jaguars beating the Ravens 28-27 by one point. Next game was the Chargers against the Cardinals. And Chargers took that victory 25-24 in a high-scoring game that finished in overtime. That finished by uh, Jacobs running a football about 90-some yards. The Raiders beat the Seahawks 40-34. The Chiefs and the Rams. The, I mean, I just feel sorry for the Rams at the same time because this is the defending champions. And these guys look kind of trash this year. And the Kansas City Chiefs look like the Kansas City Chiefs. So, eh, they beat the Rams 26-10. And in the shutout, the 49ers beat the Saints 13-0. And on Sunday night, a game that was going back and forth for then, but until the Eagles are pulling away. They beat the Green Bay Packers 40-33. to And on Monday night, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Indianapolis Colts 24-17. to Alright, so since we got that done, here's the story that we're going to talk about for this Sunday. Alright. Now, we know Week 12 is going to be interesting because now the game is getting important, but you know the playoffs scenarios. But let's be real. We didn't look at football. We didn't hear the story. We didn't see the story. So, Week 12 is the return of a former player who, who for the past couple years has been part of a scandal that has left the NFL world shaking. I mean, y'all already know. If you don't know, now you know. That player is Deshaun Watson. You know, at one time, 
D. Watson was one of the top three best quarterbacks just a few years ago. Now, he'll be back starting for the Cleveland Browns. Of course, when the Browns play, it's not without controversy. Because not only would Deshaun be ready to play, but get this. Some of the women who settled the lawsuits against Deshaun will be in attendance. Yeah. Now, the thing is, which is somewhat confusing to me, I mean, that's just to me, not to anybody else, is that according to their attorney, Tony Busby, you know, the woman who have accused Deshaun of sexual miscup, they said they have no interest in his return and want to move on with their lives. Understandable. But then asked their attorney if they can go to the game. So you ask, why? Why Why would these women want to be anywhere near their accuser? Trust me. I understand you want to make your voices heard. And you want to make sure people know that you are somebody. And that's understandable. Again. But to attend the game... Okay, we all know the media is basically going to zoom in on them a couple of times. We know the media and or the broadcast will bring it up probably before, during the game, possibly after the game. We know social media for have a whole rainstorm on this situation. So basically the game may have the headline uh, from, that went from Deshaun Watson returns to his former team. That had like a change basically not to Deshaun Watson is back in Houston for the first time since the civil case and the attendance are some of his accusers. That's going to basically be on SportsCenter or any other outlet too. But one thing that somewhat bothered me about this case was at one time it was a sexual assault. Then it became sexual misconduct. And it looked like the solution for this case was money, not jail time. Listen, I've heard what some of these women had to say. And that supposedly Deshaun Watson forced them to do certain acts. So as I'm thinking, isn't that technically forcing somebody to do something against their will, almost like rape? Okay. He may not have raped these women. But they have claimed they he forced them to do something against their will, right? Isn't that a felony in jail time? Listen, I get it. Money is king in this world. But if somebody forced somebody to do something against their will, money should not be the only thing to correct that punishment. Discipline. Jail. But as we see, he's back in the NFL at week 13. Once again, I'm going to end the disclaimer. This is my show. I'm the owner, and I can address things that most media outlets won't touch, but I will. I can bring the talks you heard from the barbershop, the hair salon, the corners, the streets, even the jobs that people talk about all the time. And this is one that was talked about a lot. You know what? I ain't going to indulge in that. I want to say this. My opinion, I can't settle everything with money. I'm sorry, I can't. Some things, listen, if one of those therapists or masseuses has been my wife, my sister, 
I don't have one yet, but my daughter or any close family member, I'm not going to be like, hey, hey, how much you get for that? Oh, meal? Oh, okay. And he did. We we did. He did all that. Oh, okay. Well, you be all right. Don't worry about it. Go ahead and do your thing. No. Because that hit home, me personally, I'm coming after that money and his livelihood. I would want this man in jail and for real justice to be served. But what? Hey, that's me. That's just me. Uh, we had to get that out of the way. Because we're going to end it on a funny note. <laughs> DJ, go ahead and play that video. Alright, so let me tell you a story about that video. Retired Hall of Famer receive Hall of Fame receiver Terrell Owens. I mean, honestly, I see that video could be the next opponent for Jay Paul as he put a man to sleep in a CVS parking lot. Here's the story of that. It goes that a man was an aggressor who approached TO and a fan inside the store and while trying to calm the situation down, they walked outside and they were followed by the man. So already right there. We tried to stop it in the store. Try to come in. That didn't work. All right. We're going outside. Let's try to get away. Turn around. You right there. So that apparently that didn't work neither. Okay. So the heckler threatened him and a fan at a CVS in California. And Owen stated that he acted in self-defense when the heckler, quote, made offensive gestures and threatening statements. Owen stated that the man swung first. See, that's how you do it. See, well, well, I think that Will Smith said last said, uh, don't ever swing at a man first, but once he swings, make sure you put him in a hearse. Yeah. He swung, missed, T.O. came through. <laughs> and I had to see in the video and see how T.O. put that one hit of quit on Buddy. I think one of us should call Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter Company and have T.O. as a downloadable character. Because he earned that spot. Now, coming up after the break, We 13 Picks is coming up. Stay tuned, y'all. You're listening to the So Disrespectful Radio Show. Looking for business phone bliss? Uma Mobile apps with phone, text, and video let you run your business from almost anywhere. Like here. Or here. Seriously, anywhere. Uma. Find small business calm at uma.com. He can build a snowman out of rain. Here is Don Suave. Welcome back, everybody. Now we're going to go ahead and get into our NFL picks, ladies and gentlemen. So let me go ahead and start off by saying this. This is going to be a very important week for a lot of teams. I mean, a lot of teams. 
I mean, like the season's wrapping up. So now everything's coming up right now is the playoff scenarios. And let me tell you something. Like I tell, listen, understand this. I don't care if you're thirteen and zero or whatever your record is. When you make it to that playoffs, it's every any given Sunday. Anything can happen. So that's exactly why these games, upcoming games now, are very important. Because if a team feels like they can just get into the playoff, it's all fair games. So we're going to start with the picks right about now. We got the Steelers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. I got Steelers winning that one. Packers versus the Bears, Packers. Lions versus the Jags, Lions. Vikings versus the Jets, Vikings. Commanders versus the Giants, Commanders. Eagles versus the Titans, Eagles. Ravens versus the Broncos, Ravens. Browns versus the Texans, Browns. Seahawks versus the Rams, Seahawks. 49ers versus the Dolphins, tough game. I'm going with the Niners. Chiefs versus the Bengals, let's get another tough game. A repeat of, uh, well, not gonna say repeat, but let's just say a potential teams that meet each other in the playoffs and get to the big dance. I got the Chiefs over that. Chargers versus the Raiders. Chargers. Cowboys versus the Colts. Cowboys. And then lastly, Bucks versus the Saints. Saints already had a donut, so I'm still picking up Bucks for this one. And those are my Week 13 picks. And coming up after the break, we're going to do and go into the NBA. We're going to talk about a couple of things in the NBA, and then I'll address... Something very important that a superstar said. Coming up next, you're listening to the So Disrespectful radio show. Powerful, personalized skincare for men. How? Stick with ingredients backed by facts, not fads. Good ingredients, good skin. Geology. Weights, the weights get in shape. Here is Don Suave. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you very much for returning. And now we're going to get into the NBA. And we're just going to do a couple updates on some scores that just happened. And then we're going to talk about the new standings because it seems like every week is changing. And it seems like games are getting kind of weird now for example these games right here happen on saturday first you had the mavericks winning against the knicks 121 to 100 that's not surprising but this one is <laughs> wow the sacramento kings beat the la clippers 123 to 96 wow what is going on in Sacktown? Next, we have the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Charlotte Hornets. And, you know, that's not a not a shock at will. But the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Charlotte Hornets 105-96. Next is the Toronto Raptors taking on the Orlando Magics. The Raptors won 121-108. Next, and listen to a lot of these scores I'm saying, y'all. 
Like, listen to this this next one. The Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Minnesota Timberwolves one thirty five to one twenty eight. Is is defense a a sin in the NBA sometimes? I'm just saying, like. I know offense generates the ratings, offense generates the fans, offense generates everything, you know, positive, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with a great defense. And I don't want to hear that crap, oh, defense is so boring. So, no, it's not, because the thing about it is using your brain, is using creative, it's using your IQ. When you someone use the IQ and play good defense on one, it gets people riled up too. You don't believe me? Go on YouTube right now and type in NBA best defense and see what it does for the fans. We just had recently Jimmy Butler was guarding Devin Booker at the end of the game and two defensive moves got that man as block shots. You ain't see the fan looking like, oh, well, that's a block shot, good shot. You know, yeah. Defense still is good. So I just had a vent. I'm just so tough. Maybe it's the old school in me. I mean, I did, I was around for the nineties and the two thousands and all that stuff. And a lot of stuff, everybody they they didn't get you know. They want to talk bad about the nineties. No, I love a defensive game as well. Next one, we have the Golden State Warriors taking on the Houston Rockets. Golden State wins one twenty to one hundred one. And lastly, the Portland Trailblazers beat the Utah Jazz one sixteen to one eleven. Now let's go to the standings on this one. Now we're gonna start in the Western Conference this time. So the first four, four five teams are the same: Phoenix, Denver, New Orleans, Memphis, Sacramento. This part is a, is a difference in it because just a, when I did the podcast, they won't in the top eight, let alone the top ten. But at number six, Golden State. Has jumped up. All that I can say is, here we go again. Oh Lord! So when it goes, they goes around. It just seems like no one could stop him. You already got the Splash Brothers, Draymond, who's triple single, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole. It's like, oh, here we go again. Who's Did after the Warriors? The Clippers stepped up. They are number seven. And a shocker is the Utah Jazz. Well, I would consider this as a shocker. It was a shocker when it was up in the standards. I think it was like number two. And it's not shocking at number eight. I mean, they really don't have nobody on the team. They don't, they're not a team. They have a superstar. They don't have no superstars at all. Goldberg, gone. Donovan Mitchell, gone. Like, you know, role players. Now, we're now the Trailblazers, and the number 10 is the Dallas Mavericks. And we're not going to talk about those 10 at the bottom, but we're going to go to the East. East, all literally, has stayed the same as the same as the Western Conference, except in the exact same spot where I said the Western Conference. Number six now for the Eastern Conference is the Brooklyn Nets. And they got one game advantage over the Philadelphia 76ers with number seven. Brooklyn's going up. And now that Kyrie's back after having to pay $50,000 to all the, oh, you know, I ain't going to say it. He's back. I ain't going to, ain't. 
I ain't gonna do it. Number eight, the Toronto Raptors, and number nine, ten, is the Miami Heat and the Washington Wizards. So those are the updates on the standings as we as of today. Now, this is what I really wanted to speak about. Listen to this quote by Martin Luther King Jr. It's a great quote. He says, in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Good God almighty, that's, that man was preaching. The reason why I mentioned that quote is because possibly one of the biggest topics is LeBron James speaking on a photo of Jerry Jones during this integration of students in Little Rock, Arkansas on September 3rd, 1957. And on this date, this is when Governor Over Farmers mobilized the Arkansas National Guard to prevent African-American students from integrating the high schools. <sighs> now here's why we mention it. In that photo, a 14-year-old, Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, is looking over at the riot that was happening where African-American teens are trying to get in the high school and are being terrorized by racist white people. With this event, along with the killing of Emmett Till, will lead to the civil rights movement. Now, when this picture came from the Washington Post, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Honestly, you know what my first thought was? Uh-oh. Maybe it's, was Snyder telling the truth? Because remember when he said the rumor that he couldn't be, I can't be touched. I got dirt on these owners. Well, it's funny how as time is wrapping up his possible sell of the team, that this photo comes out on the possibly one of, if not the biggest owner in all of sports. I mean, up until this point, yeah, Jerry Jones has some controversy like the Colin Kaepernick situation. Where he told his players not to kneel, and if anybody mess with his bottom line, he gonna mess with their bottom line. AKA, you mess with money, you getting kicked out. Okay. Also, not hiring black coaches. But this one here is undeniably one of the biggest things in American history. And the fact that the owner of the Dallas Cowboys was on the side of the terrorizers is hard to miss. What is very weird was his response. Listen to what Jerry Jones said about the photo. Look, look, uh, that was 65 years ago, and uh, I had no idea when I walked up there what we were doing. I didn't know at the time the uh, monumental uh, 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 event, really, that was, that was going on. And uh, uh, I'm sure glad that uh, uh, we're a long way from that. Nobody there had any idea, frankly, what was uh, going to take place. Uh, you didn't, uh, we, we didn't have all the last 70 years of reference and all the things that were going. That's fine. What? Nobody knew what was going to take place? You mean to tell me you didn't know what's happening to black people in the South? You mean to tell me you didn't know why? The mob was there in the first place? Yes, there was no social media. We know that. Fact. But radio and television did exist at the time. 
And there was media there as well for the video of interrogation. Another question. If you say you was being curious about what? Look at that photo, everyone. Right in front of that of the black students, they are surrounded. Okay, now look deeper. There are three students, three white guys in front of them with cameras on both sides. Okay, stay with me here. Now, right behind the guy on the right with a cameraman standing behind him is Jerry Jones. Okay. Okay. Let's run with the fact you were curious. Okay, cool. You were curious. Ain't no harm in that. Then, in 2022, why haven't you denounced racism? You're 80 years old now. Why have you came on camera and been like, well, you know, that was 65 years ago and I was a 14-year-old curious kid, but I'm going to tell you right now, I am not a racist white man. I don't, I don't partake in racism. I was denouncing racism. No, you didn't say that. Even Jay will say you knows you didn't say that. Okay? So... On stand on the topic of curious, right? Why is that on your left is a kid who looks like he's participating? Because he looks like he's shouting. And there's a caravan behind Jones trying to get a picture. And if you see there's more people behind Jones looking as well, are they curious too? Of course, this has a picture worth a thousand words. And honestly, as a black man myself, it could have been 10,000 words for this picture. As a black man, most of us know about segregation. Most of us know about black people being treated in the South. And as a black man, we know the history of the civil rights. And if we don't, the media darn make sure that we do with all these movies coming out about the mistreatment of black people. I mean, right now, the movie theater is Till about Emmett Till and his mother. And most of us seen Emmett Till in the casket and no story of him. And how he was an innocent accused by a white woman. I'm not even going to detail his death. You know, I have admit, I have mentioned the Kyrie situation before. But it's funny how he stated during a press conference is kind of going on right now. The photos does feel like it's being just swept under. This photo doesn't get the same media attention like Kyrie's movie link did. Jerry Jones has stated once, and if you heard the whole interview, he, it, it kind of feels like he's playing it off. And the questions wasn't hard-hitting. Therefore, what LeBron James said after the Lakers victory over Portland really is speaking facts. I got one question for you guys before you guys leave. I was thinking when I was on my way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, 
have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes, I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh, it happened, okay, we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate it. Once again, this man has gained another level of respect after this. But LeBron, honestly, welcome to America. Is it not shocking that when Kyrie, a black man, does something that feels like it go against the grain or trying to further get knowledge himself, he gets shut down and basically had to beg and plead to come back and play? Now, I'm not saying Kyrie was right about posting the video, depending on what the documentary is about, because you get multiple views on it from different people. But when Jerry Jones' photo came up, I have friends who didn't even know about the story. And I got friends that don't follow basketball, but heard about the Kyrie situation. That's fine. What? Yeah, I'm not lying. And don't we see something wrong with that? Because LeBron is right. Kyrie's situation was everywhere. Not just sports coverages, but music coverage, talk shows, commercials, etc. But ask this question. How much would Jerry Jones' situation be talked about? The Kyrie thing lasted for months. And you think Jerry Jones' thing will last for a few days? Look, then when the smoke is clear, I hope, quote-unquote, woke people will finally realize who is for the community and who is not and should be accountable for. And if Kyrie was right this whole time, there it is. Now, coming up after the break, we're going to do on the Washington Commanders on our segment of Take News Coverage. You're listening to the So Disrespectful Radio Show. You got ripped off? Didn't get what you expected? The Better Business Bureau can help you avoid these uncomfortable situations. Look for the BBB seal. It's the sign of a better business. And find a better business anytime at BBB.org. And a staring contest. Here's Don Suave. Welcome back, everybody. This is So Disrespectful Radio Show, and I'm Don Suave. Now, we're in a segment for the Washington Commanders News, which we call the Take Command News. Now, listen, when people say back and forth game, look no further than the previous game between the Atlanta Falcons and the Washington Commanders because. Bruh. Bruh, watching this game had you almost pulling your hair because Atlanta gets three points. Then Washington scores. Then Atlanta scores. Then Washington gets a three. So now it's tied at halftime. 
All right. Let's go to the second half. Washington gets the ball back. They score. Okay. But then Joey Slide missed the extra point. So now it's 16-10. Atlanta kicked the field goal in the third. Washington kicks the field goal as well in the fourth. And this is when shirts, blankets, and whatever your teeth can chew on starts to happen. Because once again, the defense's philosophy came to play multiple times of bending but not breaking. And that was tested until Marcus Mariota at the goal line threw a pass that was tipped and Kendall Fuller caught it in the end zone. Now you would think, okay, run it out or game over. But no, Washington had the punt. And here's where the climax scene happened. Scene. And it felt like deja vu from a couple of weeks ago that a penalty on the opposition seals the win. Remember, in the Eagles game, it was the rough and the passive penalty. But in this game, it was against the Falcons on a running into the punter, which is a five-yard penalty. It was already fourth down, little yards to go anyway. So with that five-yard penalty resulted in a first down, and that was the game. This is right here. You insert the Bobby Russell glorious. Now, with the win, Washington Commanders are 7-5. They're also on a three-game winning streak. They also have the best record in the seven games, last seven games. And because of that win and the loss of the Seahawks, the Commanders are currently in the seventh spot in the playoffs. So even though sometimes, Usa. This can be a cringe at times. DJ, go ahead and play that song. Those haters can't stand us. Left hand up. Who are we? The commanders. 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 We fight for RDC. Who are we? The commanders. 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 Left hand up. Who are we? Yeah, well. First, congratulations to those guys, because now Washington gave them a deal, and I'm sponsoring them, so definitely respect to them. And second, right now, the Commanders are the hottest team. The Commanders are the hottest team in the NFL. In the National Football League, the Washington Commanders are the hottest team in the last seven games with a record of 6-1. and one. And at the helm of it is Mr. ODU himself, Taylor Heineke. As he is commanding the commanders. And look, I've been riding with them. But honestly, I'm going to address this more after the break. But what's going on now is what many fans have been screaming about since the beginning of the season. I'm going to tell you what that was after this break. And plus, whew, sadly, another controversial thing that happened over the weekend with the Commanders. Stay tuned. You're listening to the So Disrespectful Radio Show.
has the ability to gargle Nutella. Here is Don Suave. Welcome back, everybody. This is Don Suave. Now, before I get to the 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 one of the biggest controversies happened this past weekend with the Commanders, I want to address this just a little little tidbit. Remember when Jonathan Allen was saying how we should keep the same energy when they're when they were losing back back then, and we should keep the exact same when we're winning. I'm gonna say this because I believe I said it before. We were mad because we knew the talent of this team. We knew that the coaches were at one time hot commodities. Ron Rivera was in the Super Bowl, and Jack Del Rio had been in the playoffs before. And Scott Turner is the son of North Turner, who former Cowboys players were considered a genius. And son was with North Turner before, while, they, while he was coaching. So honestly, what's happening now should be no surprise. But because of the usual nature of this team, it is shocking. We knew on paper that this roster could do something. We knew that maybe had a course at a quarterback, but we knew running back wise, Antonio Gibson, he was he was getting better. We knew that if he was when healthy, JD McKissick was that good passing, catching running back. And then Brian Robinson from what we saw in college to now is it's looking like we we knew who he can be. Logan Thomas that changes from quarterback to tight end, decent tight end now. Terry McLaurin speaks for himself. John Doss is a rookie, but he's but once again, you look at college football. Well, we can't even go on college because we had too many before. Look at college and then put out in the NFL. Look at the other Dotson. But we just knew. We just had a feeling that this team could do so. And besides, it was the NFC East, too. We just knew. And then when you look at the product, and the product not coming in, the product not showing so, of course it's gonna get questioned. But I ain't gonna I'm not gonna spend so much time because I'm gonna get to this next thing, which is what happened. So let's go ahead and get out the way. The, this past weekend, the commanders wanted to pay tribute to the late great Sean Taylor, which of course brought mega attention to the availing for those who may not remember Sean Taylor. Because he was without a shadow of a doubt, one of the best safeties in his short time. And he brought an old-school style of football with the hard hits, always being where the football is, the intimidation factor like a running lot or air read. I mean, he was just a special person. Now, hearing all that, you're going to think this tribute is going to be litty, like legendary. And, well, this was the tribute. Yeah. So already, you figured that when it was revealed, it's going to receive so much criticism. And all anybody could do was... Okay, I'm going to calm down because the story is the daughter of Sean Taylor likes the statue. And that's all that matters. But as fans, we can have opinions as well. I saw it. And it was sad and just terrible. Ray Lewis got a statue. Pat Tillman got a statue. And this statue that you see from Sean Taylor, 
Look like somebody went to Old Navy, got a mannequin, placed some Sean Taylor stuff on it, and go from there. I'm not trying to nitpick, but you got to understand the way Chantel was loved, not just from fans, but you had to realize he was also loved by people who did not like the commanders. People who could not stand the commanders, whatever name you want to call them back then, but they just loved Sean Taylor because it was like with Sean Taylor, it was like, it was like, oh my God, like this, this dude is so is special. They loved him. So seeing that, I've been with multiple people from my job to people I talk to. Literally, when I say nobody, I was just at a parade yesterday talking to a couple fans. And one was a Cowboys fan. He didn't say, well, I don't care, or, they, or that's y'all. He even himself said, I was shocked because I like Sean Taylor too. I had a person who heard a conversation say, yeah, that statue was terrible. So what that mean, commanders? And once again, it's like we doing good on the field. Off the field issues is always the problem. And this is another one where people are going to be looking like, really? That's what y'all do for Sean Taylor? You know what? I'm, that's just my opinion. And apparently a lot of others too. I just know that when Sean Taylor's playing, I love seeing him. I love seeing I used to have him on my Madden Ultimate Team. He, would be the, he used to be the first person I used to go get. And then when that day happened in his house, even though I didn't know him, that hit me too. And then hearing a story behind it, I mean, you go look, I, I don't want to go into it, but you go look at it, you'll see exactly what I mean, how, what what happened to him in those days. That thing, cause that thing still hurts to this day. And it's been years since he died. You know what? We're just going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap everything up. You're listening to the So Disrespectful Radio Show. Jeff once had a near dear. Don Suave experience. Here is Don Suave. Well, that's it for the show. I like to thank everybody who listened. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Broadcast of the Seven Cities. Like, share, subscribe, and comment as well. Also, subscribe to the podcast, So Disrespectful Radio Show. So until next time, stay blessed, stay good, and stay lifted. Peace. I'm so disrespectful. So, so, so disrespectful. I'm so disrespectful. So, so, so disrespectful.